we continue on in Lent. And Lent always has these readings from the Gospel of John, which have lots of conflict in them. And the conflict is growing and growing. And here, there's already plots to kill Jesus. And they are, there, there are people thinking about it, uh, but it is not yet his hour. Uh, so we move toward his hour. It's only two weeks away to Good Friday. We are moving rapidly toward that time. But uh, Jesus is still able to teach freely in the temple area. In one sense, there is a way in which they are being thwarted, uh, but they will be able to accomplish what they want to uh, in a little, a little time, in short order. But then something big will happen. Jesus will rise from the dead, and that changes everything. And so the idea of this conflict, uh, we see this conflict every year. If we're attending daily Mass in Lent, we see it building, or if we just read the Gospel of John, we see it building. And uh, during this time, it is not the most pleasant things to read because we know the conflict is going to grow and grow and grow. And uh, every time this year, we have the same circumstance as we approach uh, the passion of our Lord, uh, as we approach not a time of joy, but a time of sorrow. And we do have the glorious mysteries coming up shortly, but first we have to get through the sorrowful. And it is a sorrowful time in the world in different ways. Lots of reasons we can think of that there is, a, there is sorrow in the world. Certainly, we think of the war in Ukraine. And uh, that sorrow also, also implies a time of difficulty, a time of spiritual warfare. And I saw an article yesterday from the Catholic News Agency uh, that talks about a message from the Archbishop of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church who put together a little YouTube video, a little message. And you can even watch that message. Uh, it's a YouTube video uh, that this article mentions. The article is called, Ukraine War is a Reminder of an Invisible Spiritual Battle. And the, the Archbishop is Svetoslav Shevchuk, I'm probably saying that wrong, but uh, Svetoslav, so Archbishop Svetoslav, issued a video message on March 30th, and his video message talks about the war in Ukraine, but also, more importantly, about spiritual warfare. His point is that uh, Ukraine war is a reminder of the invisible spiritual battle, spiritual warfare. This is the warfare that goes on in every Christian soul. Everyone is, is fighting spiritual warfare. If we think we're not, we're deceiving ourselves. And so this Archbishop Svetoslav, Sviatoslav says, today I want to recall another rule of the spiritual struggle. Evil always hides in the dark. If the devil and evil deeds are brought to light, if they are debunked, then immediately the devil loses strength he is destroyed 
in the light. If we, hide, if we hide or conceal our sins, our flaws, they become stronger. They dominate us. But when we bring them to light, go to confession, speak of them truthfully to ourselves, and open our hearts to a spiritual father, it is as if we bring the devil to the light and take away his power. So that's a very interesting perspective on confession. Confession takes away the power of the sin over the person. People go to therapists and go to uh, many counselors, etc., cetera, uh, and they are looking for freedom, but confession actually does give the freedom from the sin. It is actually a supernatural occurrence, not just a regular natural one. And so to bring the sin to the light then actually causes the sin to lose its power over us, at least ideally, if we can forgive ourselves too. And he says, so he, he also talks about having the courage to tell the truth, not only to, uh, hear the truth about Ukraine, but bring it to the world and thereby unmask uh, and, and bring the devil to light, disarm him. So he talks about that in relation to the war in Ukraine also. He also says, uh, he talks about the spiritual battle. He says, we know very well that every Christian by the power of the holy mystery of baptism is already called to fight, to fight evil. So uh, spiritual warfare is just a part of life, of the Christian life. Uh, it's, it's in all different ways in life, but it is part of the spiritual life, the, the life of the Christian. Uh, there's going to be conflict, guaranteed. Jesus guarantees it. So here, uh, then he quotes Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. I'm going to read the Dewey Reams version. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the world of this darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places. And then I'll, I'll read the next verse. Therefore, take unto you the armor of God, that you may be able to resist in the evil day and to stand in all things perfect. So the Ephesians 6 is very much a spiritual warfare uh, chapter that talks about taking on the armor of God, and then he uses uh, different examples, uh, different uh, uh, Analogies, the, bless, the, the breastplate of justice, loins girt with the truth, feet shod with the gospel, uh, and the shield of faith, and the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. All these things he talks about. And also, by all prayer and supplication, praying at all times in the Spirit, and the same watching with all instance and supplication for all the saints. So, our Lady at Fatima said to pray the rosary every day for uh, an end to the war at that time, World War I. And so certainly she would tell us that now, pray the rosary every day for an end to the war, or for an end to wars in general. Uh, we are called to spiritual warfare. And uh, some people don't want to deal, they want to say, well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't use militaristic terms uh, to talk about 
uh, to spiritual warfare. What else are we going to use? What, el- what, what other analogies would you use? Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you're talking about warfare, we know about natural, physical warfare. And so uh, those are the analogies that St. Paul uses, and they are valid if we understand them in light of the spiritual battle. So uh, as, we appro- as we continue in Lent, uh, we are looking at that great spiritual battle where the forces of evil are trying to eliminate the Messiah so that they don't have to worry about him. And he is going to allow them to eliminate him, but uh, he has another plan after that. So he is uh, uh, giving them what they want, but he's going to take away everything from them in the end. And that is, that is a big thing of warfare, too. Uh, warfare sometimes is allowing evil to at least triumph temporarily. But then when evil triumphs temporarily, it will be crushed fully later on. Uh, and that's often the case in war. We look at any big war. Uh, there are battles, and, and both sides win different battles. And the the level of winning may be going in one direction, uh, but that doesn't mean that's the outcome. The outcome will be who wins in the end. And as we look in this Lenten time, we're in the middle of the battle. We're in the middle of moving toward the passion of Jesus, toward the apparent complete failure, toward complete loss. But God doesn't do complete loss. There's no such thing as complete loss. He's going to win, and he's going to allow apparent complete failure, and then he's going to win in a way beyond what any natural or even other supernatural uh, being can do. He's going to go beyond. And so we are part of that. But right now, in the world, we see more of that sorrowful time. We see more of the Lenten time in the world. And here we see a lot of Lenten-type things going on. But uh, that is all within God's plan, and that is all part of allowing evil to triumph temporarily, but in the end, completely being demolished. And so we, we can see it. It's not pleasant to go through but we are called to be on that side of the winner. And we know who that side is. We know the ultimate winner. We know the ultimate victor. We know who he is. We know what's going to happen. It's written down for us already. Uh, But we are part of living it out in our own lives through the Lenten journey, through the sorrowful mysteries to the glorious mysteries. And so we do need to engage in spiritual warfare and spiritual battle to be uh, preparing for victory, but not our victory, the victory of God himself. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. 
simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.